Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. Bob, are you there? I am here. Good morning. <clears throat> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being with us this morning on Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to You Are Okay with Bob and Mara. Good to be able to hear you this morning, and I can hear some nice music playing there in the background to welcome everyone to the show this morning. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Bob. I love this song, Be Still Thy Soul by NL. Yes, it's a wonderful piece. just pulls you into center and feel calm as you listen to this song, no matter what's going on around you. Absolutely. Almost so much so that you feel like listening, huh? <laughs> right, so instead of things? talking. <laughs> you just want to yeah. listen and spin. <laughs> and anyone can download that off the Internet if you just type in A-N-E-A-L. I'm sorry. Yeah, A-N-A-E-L. Surely you can find a link to the song Be Still Thy Soul, which you could download for for your listening pleasure without hearing us talking over it because it is a very nice piece to meditate with a very nice piece to send to yourself maybe, you know put on an MP3 or an iPod or on a CD and put it in the car and when the traffic's just listen to this music and it'll there's nothing it can do except make you feel happy and you feel alive absolutely, in fact yeah, we just passed the one-year anniversary for Fire the Grid, uh, which um, Anel uh, did the song for. It's my understanding did the song for where uh, everyone uh, listened to the same, well, everyone was invited to listen to the same series of songs and dedicate the same hour globally so that around the planet, my grandson and I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be at the right hour. It was adjusted for everyone so that around the planet, all of us were at the same time combining our good thoughts and believing in love. What a beautiful thought, huh? It is. And to think that, you know, everyone around the whole world is being able to do that with the power of the Internet and the power of blog talk radio, that we're able to... Talk to people all over the world, all over the country, and are able to download our songs, and people are able to do so many different things and interact with one another. And we'd like to invite guests in, and our call-in number is 646 3584 Please feel free to call in at any time. Today we're going to be talking about, we always talk about that we're enough, that right now in the moment that we are, we are enough. But we need to think about allowing others to be enough, that if we're not allowing them to be enough, how could we possibly be? We want to discuss that some today. And we'd like to have folks call in and let us know what they think about that topic and how they feel feel when other people aren't allowing them to be enough or to be themselves and if anything else that you want to talk about is it may come to your mind absolutely absolutely 646-595-3584 we've now said it twice we're accused of never saying it <laughs> <laughs> And there are shows where we don't say it, so... And we will admit it. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) It's not a judgment. (laughs) I think think that, you know, because we know that when you're listening, you can see the phone number there to call in, that it's not necessary to to talk about it, calling in. But we want to invite you to call in and let you know that you're welcome to call in, and we would like to speak to our listeners. And, you know, the other end, also, call in if you want to talk about how just the wonder of the Internet. Because uh, I'm a child that was 
brought up, although I think propaganda has always been around, propaganda was very much a part of growing up in our country in the 50s and 60s and defining people as us and them and 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 imagery you know and i i know that when i was like 11 or 12 my image of communism is much different than what it actually is and of and and it was the image that they were going to push this button and we needed to get under our desks and we were all going to die. We had a huge fear of the, quote, A-bomb, which, of course, we dropped the first time. But um, now I think that it's much harder to um, to kind of characterize an entire group of people as an enemy. And I, I noticed that even with the Olympics, uh, the Chinese did things the Americans do all the time and use looks as part of the criteria for someone. Now, whether we have people lip-syncing, that's a different story. But maybe we do. I don't know. And who cares? But it interests me that it's the human foibles now that we're starting to notice, not mass. Like, it's not all Chinese will do this. This is more of a human foible to want to have a beautiful person singing at the start of the Olympics. And and I think that the... Internet is opening up humanity for all of us. It's it's making everybody more human, and it's causing us to just look at things through eyes that you know are not grouped necessarily by us and them. It's not the Chinese, it's not the Russians, it's not the French. Although we do periodically still hear our politicians trying to get us to think that way. Right, we sure do, especially in the last couple of couple of days or even weeks with those three groups in particular that Mm -hmm. yeah they want us to they kind of want to propagandize everything that way and I think that's just Mm -hmm. a part of politics is trying to pull people on board with them by by espousing a message that is going to cause fear and I think politics unfortunately really is kind of fear-based what is it that they're going to do when they're in office that I'm afraid of is yeah, really what, yeah, what the bottom exactly. line is. What, what, what am I, who am I more afraid of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not what yeah, can we do together to to make this country better or make this piece of uh, legislation happen that that's good for everybody. It's what, how, how am I? We need to stop looking at the government as and our politicians as, as people to fear. They're just humans like we are. Exactly, and and everyone around the planet, because I know people listen to our program, believe it or not, from like Singapore and places, and I get that because I have a tracker device on another plate on another um, on another site, and it tells me where people are are tuning in from, and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, so that you know the people in Singapore, and hello to all of you out there, are uh, are listening to us talk about love. And, you know, so on some level, you know, we are cutting through the propaganda. We're saying, hey, we're human beings. We have foibles. We make mistakes. We have strengths. Sometimes we think only of ourselves. Sometimes we think of others. Sometimes we do both, which is nice. And and yet, bottom line is, we're all just human beings all the way around the planet. And I like that part of the Internet. I like the accessibility of it, the fact that we can talk to people in Singapore. Yep, about love. It it does. It's the the technology is just awesome that we have, you know. And there's there's a lot of people that fear technology, or don't don't embrace technology because because of fear. And unfortunately, you know that's that's always going to be the case. I think that there's going to be folks that that are that are fearful of things, and and maybe that's what keeps a good balance there to keep people maybe from using new technology and new ideas in, in, in a negative way rather than in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I, you know what, I think that uh, fear drives us. Fear, fear has been driving us for a long time. And, and you know what, that's what Bob and I are about, suggesting let's, let's try saying, okay, I'm afraid. So now that I'm afraid, what would love do now? Instead of, you know, while I'm afraid, let me not act in love. Is that a fair thing to say, Bob? I I absolutely agree. It reminds me of what I was telling you this morning before the show, that 
I was, you know, contemplating calling in sick because I, I have some friends in town and wanted to hang out. And, you know, I think a lot of times people have their, what I call planned sick days. I use that term when I'm doing consulting mm-hmm. work sometimes is, you know, when we're setting up <laughs> things up and I'll say, you know, for those planned sick days that people have. And everyone laughs and everyone knows that they have their planned sick days. And I'm not one, number one, I'm not one to get sick. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago I talked about being so sick in Egypt, but I think that was an experience that I needed to go through to take me to the next level. But, you know, as far as, you know, if I have a cold and I go to work, which it probably is, you know, you should stay home if you're really legitimately sick because you end up getting everyone else in your office sick. So I'm not espousing, not using your sick time at all. I'm, what I'm, my... My thing was <laughs> that I knew I wasn't sick, yes. but I, yet I was going to call in, or email in and make a phone call that I wasn't feeling well, and that just bothered me knowing that I was, number one, going to be telling a lie, and then number two, by putting that out there, that negative energy of saying I'm sick, because by doing that, to me, that makes me, you know, maybe it makes me fearful even that I will be sick and then yes. you know I look back at it and I always question myself what have I done or what what is it what's the reason that I'm sick and I would probably come back to well you called in sick when you were an idiot that's why you got sick so I <laughs> decided just sickness. be honest and yeah. call and tell my boss hey I'm taking a mental health day tomorrow and you know her response was oh good you deserve to take a day off just you know don't worry about it so you know Sam <laughs> Sure, you 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 were afraid, and yeah, you did the right thing. Yeah, put the fear aside and just tell the truth. And you know, I guess you know, not not to kind of sound cliche, but the truth will set you free, at least for the one day of mental health time. <laughs> well, it did, it, absolutely, absolutely. Now we're going to be talking about truth after we do our centering exercise. It's a little bit different because it's trying to make our truth, my truth, your truth. Is that a fair way to put that? Yeah, my truth, your truth. I'm enough, so now I have to tell you what you need to do to be enough. And what we're saying is that that's not that that's taking what we the message there really is that we want to say that that makes you not enough by trying yeah. to make others be enough. Exactly, because then you're judging yourself. Uh, you you really are judging yourself because See? you you've created some sort of standard and and you're just not embracing the moment, but. Anyways, shall we center? And yes. while we're centering, do you mind if we use uh, Pool of the Soul Meditation Station as our background for um, centering sounds, exercise today? That sounds great. All right. Been an excellent job with the music and having it on there and synchronizing it with what we're doing. And thank you, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Spontaneity of it is what makes it makes it a little more special than. Planning, and I think you and I both tend to be planners. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I it's the spontaneity here that matters, so that's for sure. Exactly. So here we go. Meditation station, pool of the soul, and you're on, Bob. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank everyone. Thanks, everyone, for being here. And I'm going to use, which I haven't in a few weeks, is use the centering exercise by Janelle Moon that I think just kind of says it all. And, again, thank you for being with us. There is a seed in you that is your center. It is your spiritual center and is the place where your love sprouts and grows. It lies in the heart, in the deepest place of your being, where love is never-ending. It is the place where love can find protection. Love can find its root. Love can find its wings to grow. This is your center. This is the place in you that holds heart with harmony. This is the place in which you matter. From your heart, you are centered. You are in a green, growing place of love. Love starts with you and shines its face on you. Love loves you. Love spreads to your neighbors, to the world. You are centered. You are love. You are centered in the wonder of love. Now that we're pulled together and we feel our hearts beating We feel the blood pumping through our system, delivering oxygen, our heart, without us even thinking about it. Let's 
take some deep breaths today together and pull in the life force oxygen into our bodies and let it oxygenate our blood, circulate out through our limbs and bring life into our bodies. Let's start by thinking of ourselves as a tree planted by the water. We're standing there. We know that we have an endless supply of water that we're pulling up through our trunk. We're pulling it up through the root system, pulling it up through the trunk of our body, pulling it into our lungs or pulling in the oxygen, filling our lungs as far as we can fill them, breathing in more than you normally would, breathing in as much air as you can. Pull that air up as if you feel as if your lungs are going to pull out through the top of your clavicles of your shoulders. Pull that air in and then release the air. And as you release the air, feel it going out of your body through the top of your head. Feel that air going down over your back. And it's sending out all the negative energy, any negative energy that's collected there. Send that negative energy, pushing it down into the earth. Let all of the air out of your lungs until you have to nearly gasp for air. Let all of that air out. And as you pull in the air this time, breathing in deeply, deeply, and just concentrate on the word peace as you pull the air in. Peace. 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 And as you let that air out, Say, I am peace, and think, I am peace, I am peace, I am peace. And again, let's pull in another breath deep, from deep down in your feet. Feel the air just pulling up through your body, and think, thank, thankful, I am thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. And pull that air up, saying I am thankful all the way up. And let's release that breath together. Again, let us just enjoy the music for a few moments as we breathe in deep breaths and taking in the beauty of the music into you and releasing all negativity and bringing in positiveness into your body. is the part of the traditional Christian service where the the collection plate is moving down the aisles and people are quietly listening to the choir and ideally are linking with the music that's coming from the choir. That's my favorite part of church is singing. Just hearing that melodious song. But when this finishes we would all say the following, I believe, in most Christian churches. As it was in the beginning, it now and ever shall be world without end. Amen with the thought of your eternal life, that eternal spark of life that is in you, let's stretch our right arm out and feel yourself linking with the remainder of the people who are listening to our show now and those who will listen later. Let's imagine the energy from your hand reaching out and linking hand to hand with someone in Singapore or Japan, or Russia, 
or Korea. Feel the combined energies. We begin to circle the globe with our love, linking hand by hand by hand across Europe, across Iceland, Greenland, across Canada, across the United States, coming back. Now reach out your left hand and close that circle. That circle of eternal love as it was in the beginning. It now and ever shall be, world without end. And that magic set of words should be the end of all that man fears, which is ending life. It's, is this enough? Is this all there is? What if this is all there is? It's the realization that how you use this time, matters but it only matters now and that we will continue to go on and on and on life without end amen and now let's imagine all of the love that you have in your heart that you feel for those closest to you feel it welling up in your heart Feel that sense of joy that you feel on a holiday when you have you have just celebrated a holiday with your family and you have shown all the love you have to show. Feel the, your chest exploding with pride as your oldest child walks across the, I guess, stage in a graduation ceremony, in a commencement ceremony, a rite of passage. Feel that pride you feel. And now that love you feel, convert pride to love. And now allow your chest to explode in a giant beacon of love. And imagine the world across the world, if someone were looking at us from outer space, they would see this circle, this circle of Beacons of love, giant, giant beacons of love, circling the world, crossing each other like we're advertising an automobile show, crossing, 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 circling in all directions, up and down, north and south, east and west until the planet is like an illuminated beacon to the universe of love, of acceptance of now, of believing that each of us are enough, and also of believing inherent in that, that others are enough, and that our enough is what's right for us, and their enough is what's right for them. And we don't have to be like them to be enough. There's the fear. And they don't have to be like us to be enough. We are all enough. Now taking deep breaths and continuing your breathing, pull from your feet up through the front of your body. And as you do, you're pulling the air in. Think, I am enough. And as you blow out the air, think, I am love. Don't be afraid of your divinity. See it as an opportunity to show others what love is about. You know, the existentialists believe that what matters is how you live right now. And isn't that true? If you have any uncertainty about the end of time, if you don't believe in life eternal for all, then you probably believe that your way to get to life eternal for some is through behavior. So it's all about you and how you act as your divine self. Whether you use the word Christian or Muslim, Jew, 
Wiccan. It's how you live your life. And now let us send love all around as we breathe in again, I am enough. And we accept the challenge and blow out believing I am love. Breathing in, I am enough. Breathing out, I am love. Namaste, my friends. Namaste. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Bob. So, just feel so calm. <laughs> Thank you, you again. I do too. Yeah, thank you. I do too. Tell me about what it's like in Austin right now before we start talking more about our topic. What's it uh, like there? It's a little cloudy, and they say we should get a lot of rain in the next few days, which is good because we need water. We're in kind of a drought, and grasses are all looking dead and things like that because they're on water restrictions. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although we have company that would love to be in the pool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, as long as you're not having it. So, but, you know, maybe the rain will come in, in between their time in the pool. <laughs> yes, yes. Or there won't be lightning, <laughs> which I know that's un- highly unlikely in Austin. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we had some lightning yesterday and we did the fire drill to get out of the pool real quick and put everything away. And, of course, it didn't do anything else after that. Yes. <laughs> everyone knows well, how I... it works now. In case well, that's good. Rain, everyone will know that they need to get out of that pool and start putting things away. So. Oh, that's good. It's been, it's been a good weekend with the friends and children. I'm not used to having children around, so it makes it a little... A little different, but wow, they just say the funniest things and just make you laugh. <laughs> don't they? They don't you? They're, the world is so fresh for them. It is. It really is. It's so fresh. You know, we we um, sometimes lose sight of that. I know. I my granddaughter when she was visiting me, um, I guess a couple weekends ago, maybe three weekends ago, she. she um, she commented to me, she would ask me questions, and then when I, I would kind of look at her askance, like, why should I be answering this question for you about my personal life? She would say, my mom and I were wondering. And I said, well, your mom knows the answer to this. And she said, oh, well, she forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you nosy little seven-year-old. And then, <laughs> you know, or uh, she went, she, this one was wonderful. She, she, uh, I had this loft off of my bedroom, and she wanted to have a bedroom in my house that was designated as hers. And of my grandchildren, she's the youngest, and so it seemed logical that she could have this loft, which is very fun to climb up and so on. And so um, we decorated it and, and everything, and it has all of the things that she wanted. It has uh, a bathroom, although because it's not just her bathroom, that made it not a master bathroom, uh, which was so funny in her mind. I, I was amazing how she's already sorted things out in her life. A master bath- bathroom is where you get a bathroom off your bedroom. And it's your and, own. <laughs> and that's your own. No one else shares it with you. Exactly. You've got it. So here we are. And so I guess it was... After the radio program, she came up to me and she says, Momo, and I said, yes, Cameron. She says, "Uh, I have noticed when I go into the bathroom, our bathroom, when I go into our bathroom, that the light is on often. I believe that we should live green, and I'm committed to living green, so we need to turn that off, and I am always turning it off. (laughs) I go, oh, my gosh. Yeah, what an interesting. When my kids were young, they were reminding people not to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> now, 
Now it's turn off that light, Momo. <laughs> Funny you say that. I go back and forth from smoking and not smoking, and and I happen to be in one of those periods of smoking right now, and, and the kids are reminding me to not smoke and that I'm going to die and I'm going to have a heart attack. And <laughs> at one point, well, then I, I guess. I kind of was hiding from them so that I could uh, have a cigarette, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Where's <laughs> having a moment alone?" <laughs> oh. They love us, and they love their planet, you know. And so did we, folks, back in the days when I was afraid of a bombs. And Bob, I'm sure there was some cultural thing you were afraid of. We loved our planet, and we loved our our families and our friends. Right, I think we yeah. forget the the innocence that we had as children. And we have yes. a caller from the 904 area code. We'd like to oh. welcome you to the show. Good morning, afternoon, evening. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good. I'm just li- listening in. Your your topic and your title really intrigued me, so I'm just calling to just kind of listen in on the conversation and maybe throw a little bit in if, if and when. Wonderful. What's your name? Bridget. Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Well, thank Welcome. You. Thank you. Welcome, Bridget. Yes, thank you. Okay. Maybe we should get to the topic at hand instead of our chit-chatting about all this stuff. This is kind of a confab for us, Bridget. Uh, so um, do you want us to start, or would you like to say something, and then we all kind of talk together? Well, I don't know. I'm kind of like the person, the type of person that always looks for messages and signals and signs from God. Um, yes. So like I said, when I was going through the on-air right now, I'm really new to blog talk. I have a, a little show that started on Friday, and don't really know what I'm, where I'm going with it. I'm just really trying to be led. And so in that, in that following along that same vein, when I saw uniquely, creatively divined and inspired, it just intrigued me. So I clicked on the Wonderful. page, and rather than get into it, I just, you know, um, felt led to call because this is where Thank I am you. right now. This is this, this Wonderful. And what's the name of your um, – The name of my um, – the name of the well, my username is um, Universal Collective, and basically, it's just uh, an open forum. It's a roundtable discussion. It's, it was mostly women. Um, Hello. But that's not. I'm sorry. That was my phone ringing. <laughs> it's oh, mostly, okay. It was mostly women on Friday, but yeah. um, it's that. That's not my intent. It's just you know, ba- basically crossing color lines and barriers and racial barriers and and gender barriers and all those different things that cause us to separate ourselves from people and just, you know, looking at that person or listening to that person and thinking, you know what, whether they're, whatever their circumstance is, I feel that way and I connect with them in that way. And so it doesn't matter what religion you are or where you came from. Exactly. If we're here and we're souls, we're all connected. So Exactly. Yeah. We're on the same page, Bridget. We really are. We believe the same thing and, uh, we also believe that, uh, well, in that same vein, not also, but but we believe that uh, we are all op- all here to help each other. Get to the next level, whatever that level is for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, whatever for that you, level no judgment. Is. Exactly. Yeah, you don't you have to go. The, the, I'm sorry. What? The big thing is no judgment. That's no judgment, thing. and that's what we're going to talk about and just, right now. Yeah, we're of the opinion that you don't have to go to any church, you don't have to listen to our program, and you don't have to read any book to be all you can be if you just believe that you're enough and you act in love with one another. You you recognize our connection to each other. Is that a fair statement, Bob? Uh, that's very accurate. Right, just. Realize to accept who you are in the moment and live in the moment and and realize that you are enough who you are at the time that it is, whether you're having, you know, great thoughts, positive, very energetic day, or you're having, you know, one of those moments where we slip because we are all human and that we exactly. realize that we're enough right where we are and we need to look and look internally to ourselves or look to others to help us find out why we're why we might be where we are at certain times, but you're enough right where you are, whether it's there being yeah. positive yeah. or maybe having a moment where things aren't going so well. You're okay where you are. Yeah, and that's important. You know, that's what you just said was important. You said your name was Bob? Yes. 
Yeah. yeah, that's important for you to realize that even if the circumstances are not good, even if it's uncomfortable and you don't don't respond to it in a positive way, you're still enough in that situation. You know, we have to recognize that if we don't have, if if we're missing something or if we're lacking something, that's when we're supposed to rely on the divine. That's when we're supposed to rely on God to make up the difference for whatever insecurities we're feeling or whatever um, emotion, unnecessary or negative emotion that we're feeling. And it's hard to do. It's a daily yeah, thing. It is a daily thing. I think also in my in my opinion, it's it's accepting the moment right now the way it is and and saying okay god what lessons i we call god love on this station but it's on this program but it's the same thing you know okay love what lessons are in this moment for me now and you know also guys we don't want to lose sight of the fact that we all come we're all of god and we all come for different purposes and um, Bridget, since you're new, you may not have heard this, my story where I quote Neil Donald Walsh's The Littlest Soul. And in case we have any other um, new listeners out there, uh, to me what our topic today is about is really captured in that story of The Littlest Soul. And, and just a truncated version is this little soul sees an assemblage of just beautiful, glistening angels talking to God, and the little soul hasn't been to this planet, hasn't hasn't experienced life. And he comes up to God and these angels, and he says, God, God, I want to forgive. I want to feel like it, what it is to forgive. And God says, little soul, there's nothing to forgive here. And so he, the little soul turns and scuffs away because, my gosh, he's not going to... F- Feel the wonder and joy of forgiving someone for their not being perfect, which none of us are. And um, suddenly, and the little soul is so sad that his wings go down to the floor and he's just, just hurting because he wants to forgive and he's scuffing the ground. And this wise, old, old, glistening angel steps out and says, little soul, I will let you forgive me. And the little soul turns around and flies up into the sky and says, Yay, yay, yay. I ask the only one thing of you. And the little soul says, Anything, anything at all. And he says, Don't forget who I am. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. We That's all deep. come, even the people who are doing things that real, which we all do at times. We all challenge someone else to forgive us, right? Even in even in that, we are. We need to remember who they are. We really need to keep open the right. idea that they're here, perhaps for nothing else than to give us that opportunity to reach out ourselves in love. So we're always all teachers and students. We give other people opportunities to be their highest selves, and in turn they will model and give us opportunities to be our highest selves. I think anyway. That's I really believe that's true. Yeah, if you're being your highest self, then then wanting someone to be something that they're not is not, that you're not being your highest self, and that's what that's what I mean by, you know, allow others to be enough, allow them to be themselves, allow them to be who they are in that moment and realize that, you know, they're in they're either maybe in a predicament that that they need to be in to grow spiritually, physically, mentally, however, and mm-hmm. we need to allow them to do that and we don't need to and, and we don't and we do it not only to people that we don't know, but we do it to people that we know as well. Probably mm-hmm. more so in that you know, we want to tell tell our significant others and our friends how they should do things or what they should be doing instead of allowing them to be who they are in that moment and allow them to grow um, themselves. Or, you know, yeah. it's not bad to give guidance. Yeah. I think there's in, in Islam there's a word for um, nasiha, I think it is, which is kind of an art of giving advice and you know there's a lot of rules and regulations so to speak that's put around it but it's you know doing it so without arrogance and one thing that that the prophet muhammad has said is that 
someone who has an ounce of arrogance will not uh, get into heaven or get into paradise. So, you know, that's one, you know, as I started thinking about this and remembering that, that tradition, so to speak, that, you know, a lot of times we are telling people what to do with the arrogance, and we need to stop being arrogant, even if it's not, you know, some people are, seem to be arrogant all the time, but, you know, you can be, people can perceive arrogance when you're trying to tell them, you know, what to do and trying to tell them what they need to do to be enough, and that's where um, we need to stop doing that and allow people to be... Where they I are. have to get ready to go, but I really did enjoy the conversation. I will come back and visit again. I'm headed out oh, to Bridget. run some errands. I'm Thank sorry. you, Bridget. And Universal Collective is the name of your program. Is that right? Universal. So it's U-N-I-V-E-R-S-O-U-L, collective, one word. Oh, good. Okay, one word, S-O-U-L. Thank you. Folks, listen to Bridget. And Do you have – go to Bridget's site, Universal Soul. Yeah, it's, um, it's on Friday nights, Friday nights at 11. Perfect. And where do you? What zone do you? Are you in? Um, in Eastern Standard Time, Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. All right. Thanks okay. a lot. Love and light. Peace See be you. with you. Love and light to you too. Bye bye. Thank bye. you. Wow, that's great. Oh, there we have another caller. Nara is on, is on the phone. Brian is on the phone. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm wonderful. Hello, Mara. Hello, Bob. Hello. Hi. To hear your voice. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you guys doing? Excellent. We're doing good, thank you. Excellent. Yes, much much like my good friend Bridget, I was just uh, listening to the show and actually I saw the uh, the topic of the show yesterday and definitely wanted to tune in and hear what you guys had to say because it's a, definitely a wonderful topic. It's what it's all about. Love is all there yeah. is. Love is all there is. Good way. Yeah, love is all there is. Uh, Brian's program is Nara Narayana. That's N-A-R-A hyphen N-A-R-A-Y-A-N-A. And he is on Saturdays, uh, I think, at 3 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. Is that right, Brian? That's right, yeah. And if it's All right, wonderful. And so, yeah, it is. And what do you think on this topic, Brian? Well, like I said, love is all there is. Um, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying with the Neil Donald Walsh and the don't forget who I am, you know, that mm-hmm. really is, yeah, and how you said that, um, I can't remember exactly the way you put it, but, you know, how we're all students and we're all teachers and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we all come here for different purposes to to learn our lessons, if you will. And when you're seeing someone as less than who they truly are, which is mm-hmm. a part of you, a perfect being, is just a judgment, and it's a limiting judgment. And, you know, that's really what we need to, to leave out is all those judgments and just see the situation for what it is and say, well, that's where that person is at, at right now, and it's perfect for them. And anything that they do isn't... Uh, directed personally at me, it might just be something that they had, they might be putting something upon me that happened to them in the past, and why do I need to take it personally? One of my favorite books uh, is by Terry Cole Whitaker, and the book is called, What You Think of Me is None of My Business. Wow. Good title. You know, uh, Brian, we've got another caller, and we're going to have four people on the line, so forgive us if we have a little problems, but this is exciting while we move between. Okay. okay. We're going to bring on, uh, is it Dre Mack of the 313? Yes, ma'am. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, and, and I know that's the name of your program, and when is your program on? Oh, I, I just got started on this right here. I haven't really set it up. You know, okay, just listening great. Listening Great. In, you know. Wonderful. We're glad you're calling in. Yeah. So that's that's a good topic to talk about because, like like my man say, this <laughs> that that is all it is. That's all there is. That's all there is. That is a good way to sum it up. I've never heard anyone put it like that. That's all there is because that's all that really matters. You know, money that helps. You know, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? And the yes. end of it, you know, yes. love and the feelings you had and the relationships you built with other people is what would determine, you know what I'm saying, what what type of person you are, you know. But the, 
thing about love is is it's hard to find true love. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by true love don't necessarily be mean between a man and a woman. I mean true love I know what like you mean. somebody feel the same way about you. Even even family sometimes, you know? And it's it's messed up because in, in today's age, sometimes your family don't really love you like that or members of your family I should say. Members of your family don't have that same type of love like you do. You know, you may a lot of people like, how can I put it? I believe that the bond you have with with strangers sometimes can be more powerful than the bond you have with with members of your family because I, me and my girlfriend had gotten into it the other day, and it was on the topic of you know her her family you know really don't really don't support her like that you know what I'm saying and she was saying like, yes unconditionally yes you know i kind of broke it down to you know how i feel about her and she was feeling bad about you know the way her family be doing but i i say don't feel that way about me because i they love you because they have to you know your family loves you because they have to when they don't have to but it is you know you know what i mean they have to love A, a spouse or a friend something like that they love you because they chose to. You know what I'm saying? People in general. So you don't you know choose what family. family. Right. You know, the, the, it, it's a choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, even in my family, like my my sisters and my brothers, you know, we all love each other. Like, I have one sister. I love her to death. I do anything for her. But, oh, my goodness, I can't stand it. You know what I'm saying? I can't stand it. But I love you. You know what I'm saying? I love you. I was kind of forced to love you, but I loved you by choice anyway. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it's not the same. Like, I've had family steal from me. You know, I've had spouses in the past, you know, just do me wrong. You know what I'm saying? And me, everybody I talk to on a daily basis, I love you. Because you don't have to speak to anybody you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? I do, Dre Mac. You know, what's interesting about that is I, was, I have been trying to understand economics, and um, a friend of mine said something to me who was explaining it to me that really, really opened my eyes, and that is that she said, you know what you talk about? You talk about the really only, truly unlimited, because economics is a study of scarce, or the, the allocation of scarce resources. And she said, you talk about the only unlimited resource, love. In other words, you know, well, there's no other words. That's it. It's an unlimited resource. We all have it to share with everyone. And we, and with our family, what you've just described a moment ago is unconditional love. And what I, we are suggesting, Bob and I, who probably is out there in Austin ready to share something too, is that you know, we should love everyone unconditionally, allowing them to be who they are because they have their own life journey. Or as Brian said earlier, you know, it's not basically, Brian, I may mischaracterize your book title, but it's not our opinion. It's, excuse me. It's not our business how you think about me. What matters is how I live my life. Right. Right. And, and Bob, did you want to add to this? I just wanted to say, you know, it's you know that that in the situation that you're describing, Dre Mac, that there's, you know, that your your girlfriend, you know, has to realize that her parents and her family are who they are in the in the moment, who they are, and yes, they do love her and she loves them, but allow them to do what they're doing and and move on and do what she needs to do, and it's okay to be where she's at as well, and everybody to accept one another as they are. Well, what I was saying to her was not don't accept your people. You know, like I say, love your family unconditionally. Like me, I, I love everybody in my family. Even the cousins yeah. and, and yeah. aunts that I've met one time, I love you. I love you. I love you to death. Hit me up if there's any problems, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But what I was saying to her, what they're doing is harming her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's harming her. And it's she needs to turn her back on it. It's, 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 it's not really... It's not really that they're trying to, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you love yeah. you, they do love you, but like I say, they love you because they have to. If they chose to love you, they wouldn't harm you. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't harm you. You know what I'm saying? And if if what somebody else not necessarily thinks about you, but your actions are hurting me, then you know what I'm saying? What do you do with that? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying don't love your peoples, but don't use love no. as an excuse to be a fool. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, what you I know what's say. interesting? If, yeah, and, and Dre, Dre Mac, actually... I think what what it's all about is the idea that you've captured the part of allowing others to be enough that we haven't talked about, which is when we don't, we hurt other people. Right. We we cause them to feel like they aren't enough. Right. And that cuts to the core of what our message too, which is. If we can all believe that, if we all accept and know that we are enough, then we are able to not pay attention. And that's a tough lesson, to not pay attention to what other people are saying about us because we know our motivation is pure. If I may Do you have any, um, jump in here. Please. I just want to—I just want to shine maybe a different light on the on the topic that's going on uh, that you're talking about there, Dreamer. Thank Dreamer. you, Brian. Thank you. And I was going to call on you in a second. Kind of, <laughs> okay. I really and was. I really of, was. Okay. <laughs> you know I've got something to say on this. <laughs> I knew you did. That's why I was thinking, Brian. And what do you have to say when you said, "May I check in?" So go ahead. Do it. Um, when we, you know, really learned through my parents is that they do love me. And what I used to think was, was harming me wasn't harming me. It was actually for my own good. And that, let me explain that. And that's because, again, looking at the, the title of that book. Tell me the title again. We have a tendency, the, the families and the friends. Okay, the title is, What You Think of Me Is None of My Business. Yes, thank you. In other words, don't take it personally, even when it's your family, because they're just giving you their outlook on life and what some should be doing, and they're doing that through love, because that's what they were showed through their parents. Right. And so it's not that they're trying to harm you; they're truly trying to help from their perspective. But yeah, they don't, don't realize they're harming, but sometimes we do. Bob, go pull the four agreements so you can, or five agreements. Go pull the five agreements so you can read those in a minute, okay? I will do that. Yep, I've got Thank it. You, sir. Good. Well, again, I would, Mara, I would actually um, change that word around and say that no one can harm you. By you taking it oh, you're personally, right. you're harming yourself. You're right, Brian. You're right, Brian. Right. <laughs> it is. It's how we we take the message. It's you know. It's um. It's getting defensive and getting hurt and pain. Exactly. You know. It really is. Bob, can you share the five agreements with? Is it is five or is it four? Right now, my mind is going crazy. Can you read those four? Four. Okay, I was right initially. Can you read the four agreements for all of us? Sure. It's, uh, it's, Don it's Miguel Reese. Right. It's writer. Don Miguel Ruiz. It's uh, his book that's called The Four Agreements, a, wisdom, a Toltec wisdom book. And the four agreements are, the first is be impeccable with your words. And that basically means speak with integrity, say what you mean to say, and be impeccable in, in what you're doing. The second one is don't take anything personally. Yay, Brian. The third... The third one is don't make assumptions. So don't assume that what you're hearing is what someone is saying, in essence, because it may not be. You may be hearing what you want to hear. So don't make assumptions about what anyone's saying. Or what they feel or or mean. And the fourth one is always do your best. Just be yourself in that moment. Realize that when when you're healthy, that doing your best is different than when you're sick and... Realize that it's the same for other people. What's going on in their life? That they're, if 
that they may be doing the best that they can do in that moment. So be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. Amen. Yes, it is. Those, those are lovely. You know, when I, um, there was a time when I was studying with uh, a rabbi and he talked to me about the kashrut or the ru- rules kind of of life and I, I think there were 600 of them or so on, but one of them always interested me because it really goes to the concept of being impeccable with your word and it was the idea that it was you broke a rule if you went into a shop and you looked that you where you couldn't afford to buy anything and you looked at the most expensive items and then you walked away because you have caused the shopkeeper to believe or to have an expectation about something that was going to occur that was not. Hmm. And and so if you think about your conduct and your words and how others are going are potentially going to react to them, you being impeccable with your word is probably the very beginning. But in the end, it's saying it once perhaps is the right word. I know they say that in some of the programs out there, Al Anon and AA and so on is just say it once. You know, then you've given your opinion. But then don't get caught up in the results. I- expecting your opinion to be taken and move forward with it. Because, you know, we all know people who just move on and on and on and won't let it drop. They gnaw it to death. Now, I'm going to go back through everybody. Um, and, and we've got three minutes left, and we'd love to hear your last ta- your last comments on this. Dre Mac, what do you want to say uh, to close out the show? Uh, listening to the four agreements, you know, that's, that's pretty much what what I go by, you know. You know that's, say what you mean, mean what you say, you know what I'm saying? Be, be impeccable yeah. with your words, with your actions, because they do give people, you know, that, that vibe that something's going to happen, even you know what I'm saying? You have to be uh, empathetic, I believe is the word, Empath- empathetic to what another person may be feeling, you know. That's... That's what love is all about. And if you really love somebody, you should know when when you hurting them and when you harm them. Be conscious about it. You know, it's just a lot of people aren't conscious. And I, I believe that you find somebody that is conscious and on the same level of consciousness as you, that's when you have found that true love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I got to yeah, I agree. I agree. We're listening to Bamboo Desert as we close out the show. Uh, Brian, do you have some last thoughts you'd like to share with us? God is love. Yeah. So everything is love. Yeah. That means you are love. Yeah. You gotta love it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I I said to a friend the other day? I said, you know, when you start thinking about God as love. And so now every time where you would use love, it softens things. And I says, you know, have you ever thought if you're mad, you say, love, damn it? And it points the finger back to where it should be, doesn't it? (laughs) Love, damn it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So I agree. My friend Bob, you are going to close out the show. May I say namaste to all of our friends. May love be with you. Namaste. With with Namaste. Thanks everyone for being with us today. Thank you, Bridget and Brian and Dre Mac for calling in. We appreciate your comments and we wish you a very peaceful week. And we wish everyone a peaceful week. Uh would everyone just kinda remember this week as you go through the week every day to wake up and just say thank you. Be thankful for everything that's around us, thankful for your partners, your family, your friends, your neighbors, for your enemies, for everyone, and send love to everyone every day. Also, remember that to be compassionate, and being compassionate isn't sitting thinking about being being nice to someone. It's actually getting up, getting out of your chair, going out, and doing something for someone, for yourself. The uh, Mara said something to me the other day that, you know, we were talking about being charitable and something stuck with me as she said, you know what we need to do? 
need to make sure that we give until it hurts. If we just give a little bit, that it doesn't hurt, we're not giving enough. And I really have thought about that a lot this past week. And let's all do that. Let's go out, be compassionate, take that action, and give until it hurts. Again, thanks, everyone, for being here. Have a wonderful week. And may love enfold each and every one of you. Thank you guys for calling in. We hope to hear from you again. Peace be with you. Yeah. Peace be with you.